This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Derek Carr officially a free agent. Will the Jets take that leap? Will they get him? Does he want to play for the Jets? Are the Jets going to wait around for Aaron Rodgers, who is going into this darkness retreat a little bit later in the week? And then we'll find out what he wants to do in the offseason after that at some point. But that's the big problem with Aaron Rodgers, obviously, is you just have to wait. You don't know what the hell he's going to do. You have no idea as you get prepared for the draft and free agency and all that stuff, which is not that far away, by the way. So we do have one big free agent that is out there in Derek Carr, but the rest of free agency is it's the middle of March. It's, it's, a, it's a month away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, yeah, it's a month away, which is really amazing that you have the Super Bowl, then a month, and bang, you're right back into it. And then a month after that, you have the draft. And like we said earlier this morning, it's the odds-on favorite to sign Derek Carr seems to be the Panthers. Yeah, that's right. And if you're Derek Carr, you probably love to go down there. Uh, Frank Reich, obviously, with his history, we talked about the, all the Jesus connections over there. Josh McCown, <laughs> Frank Reich, Derek Carr. I mean, they, it's true. I mean, it's just like that's the thing. I mean, you saw the you saw the um, commercials on the Super Bowl. Jesus loves us. It's okay. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just relax. Either Steve Steve Largent was the one that was promoting that. For he us. was. He didn't know who paid for those commercials. Uh, I know who paid for it. Yeah, Hobby Lobby. I people, believe right? Hobby. Yeah, the Hobby Lobby people. Yes. So what is Hobby Lobby? It's a, it's a bricks and mortar Hobby Lobby store. Well, what's in there? It's like a craft store. A craft oh, store, it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they so they've got a lot of money and they bought those. Ads. Right, and uh, yeah, may, mainly see find them down south, of course. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Hobby Lobbies. There may be some around here. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, they got embroiled in some religious argument over something. I, you know, who knows? Shocking. Oh, uh, well, let's see. There's a hobby. There's a Hobby Lobby on Long Island, right near me. Uh, where the hell is it? Somewhere on the South Shore. I'm going to have to go check it out. Oh, there's one in Riverhead. All right, nice. I'll go to the Riverhead. Yeah, they, I lobby. think it's a big. I think it's a big store. It's like a big box store. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with that. But anyway, so Derek Carr is probably that sounds like a great place for him. I mean, it would fit. The question is: Is money uh, term uh, guaranteed? There's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Man, I tell you, like there are. I guess the San Francisco 49ers are an example of how you can do it without the great quarterback. And they obviously had a tough time with the injury to Brock Purdy in the championship game. They haven't won a Super Bowl, though. That's true. I mean, they did get there with Garoppolo. They have not. 
uh, won one in many years. Obviously, they were there with Colin Kaepernick as well. When Jim Harbaugh was there in a different era, but they have not gotten over the hump. Uh, but you know, sometimes you think about you know these quarterbacks that are in the league, the upper echelon players, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, you know those guys. And it's like if you don't have one of those guys, you better be the best constructed roster around whoever your quarterback is. Here, here, how about this? So the Eagles, you know, they have a guy. But he's and, great, though. No, he No, he had a great Super Bowl, but they still lost. Yeah, but he had That's a great season, I mean, too. I know he did. and But I'm just saying, but he still lost. And it's not he lost, they lost. And and as uh, Nick Suriani pointed out, it's more than just one play. And that's right. It is more than just one play. Because let's say he doesn't fumble the ball and, yeah. you know, the Chiefs, you know, don't end up scoring on that particular series. You know, I mean, the game is completely different. And really, the game hinged on two plays. One was the fumble by Jalen Hurts and the touchdown by Darius Sneed. And the other one was the, the punt return by Kadarius Tony. Yeah. That huge. got him down by the five yard line. And so it basically took, I would say, a hundred and, I don't know, 20 to 160 yards out of the game for the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why it seems like the Chiefs numbers were skewed. Yeah. Well, they, they gave up a defensive touchdown. So therefore they kind of lose a series. Uh, a possession, and then they had the next time they get the ball, it's on a five yard line. You know what I mean? So it's it's almost like their offense had 160 yards or 70 yards and a touchdown handed to them. Sure, yeah, but I mean the two that's why the numbers seem uh, depressed, depressed. Yes, for Patrick Mahomes who had uh, not even 200 yards passing. Uh, but both of those guys were right there in the MVP discussion the entire year, along with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And they both ended up in the Super Bowl and they both ended up playing a great and game. And they'll all be in that same conversation next year. Yeah, of course. But that, but that's why with the Jets in such a critical year for them, and I understand and I don't think a lot of people are expecting them to win the Super Bowl next year, but they got to get to the playoffs. They have to be able to be a factor in the conference somehow that, like, you know, they're going to end up in this the musical chairs with Ugats and then they're going to go into the season. And then what happens after then? You know, then we're going to have a coaching change. We're going to go through this whole nonsense again. I mean, that's that's the biggest fear, I think, that the Jet fan should have, is who they end up with at that position and how much of an upgrade really is it. And does that mean that another big change, because the expectations are going to be so high that are going to come with the coaching staff, then you got to start all over I'm again. I'm just telling you, if it's, uh, you know, I, I know, if I'm Derek Carr, unless the Jets are offering me some crazy contract. I, I, I'm staying in the NFC. I'm going to the NFC. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, in the Jets, I don't think will do that because I think that, I mean, this is why he's in a great position because there's, there's teams that are out there that are absolutely desperate. The Jets are one of those teams that are absolutely desperate. I think David Tepper down there with all the money that he has and he seems like he's one of these you know, impatient billionaires. He wants something to happen quick. He goes out and gets Frank Reich, who was a former coach of the year a couple of years ago. He's ready to win. He wants something to happen now. He's going to go out there and pay Derek Carr a ton of money. I mean, it's it's a really when you have a guy like Derek Carr and a guy like Kirk Cousins, who are, who are similar quarterbacks, very, very similar, yes. And these guys hit the open market because it doesn't happen a lot with quarterbacks. They get overvalued and they get overpaid, and that's the situation that Derek Carr finds himself well, in now. You got to hit it at the right place at the right time, and I would say like. For a guy like Joe Burrow, he's hitting it at the right time. Yeah, well, at obviously. the right place yeah. at the right time, and they're going to have to pay him, you know, a boatload of money. But 
I mean, this is why Derek Carr is going to be sought after. This is why the Saints tried to get to him before he got the free agency. Now, I'm sure the Saints made a legitimate offer to him. I'm, I'm, I guarantee you they did. And he just said, you know what? There's, there's going to be other teams out there that are going to want my services. And again, if I were advising him, I would say, depending on the, the money that is offered, the guaranteed money that is offered, you want to go to a place where you think you can win, not just with the, you know, at the bank, but you want to win on the field. That's got to be the NFC South seems to be the place. Yeah, especially Brady is now gone. Right. I mean, there's, there's teams, there's three teams. You're right there that have... You think the Falcons are going to sit there with Desmond Ritter? They're four teams. They're four teams with massive quarterback. I mean, I can see the Falcons being in the mix though, on all this. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, a guy we have not talked about in a while is Lamar Jackson. What's going on with him? I think everybody assumes that he's going to go back to the Ravens. Well, they just hired a new offensive coordinator. So Todd Munkin comes, and he, the last three years, he's been the offensive coordinator at the uh, University of Georgia. Okay. So... You know, I don't know, and then I'm sure that he could tailor an offense around the skill set of Lamar Jackson if, in fact, Lamar Jackson wants to stay there in the Baltimore. So, like, here, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you also have to ask yourself, if we are going all in on Lamar Jackson, yeah, and Lamar Jackson wants this contract that Deshaun Watson wants, which he is not going to get, by the way, do you really think, if you're the Ravens, that right now the way that the AFC is structured that you can get to the Super Bowl? Man. And not with his history of missing a ton of games. That's the point. Yeah, and, and, and so losing what, in the playoffs to better teams. So what is the alternative to Lamar Jackson for the Ravens? <laughs> I think you gotta you gotta bring him back. I mean you have to. I mean it's either that or you just you start rebuilding. I mean, that, this is why this, the, the position has become more important than ever. It's always been important. It was important when you played. It was important back when Bart Starr was playing. But it's become so critical to the success of these teams that if you are anywhere in the middle, you're basically screwed. Listen, Baltimore plays a rough, physical, tough game, you know, and they play defense first. They run the ball. They have play action pass and they have a incredible, uh, you know, athlete at quarterback, and he's very difficult to defend. But, you know, when you think about the upper echelons of the AB, uh, the AFC and you think about passing offenses and you think about, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and, and uh, you know, Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, I mean, like, are the Ravens legitimately thinking that they can make it to the Super Bowl under their current set of circumstances? I mean, I think if they did, they would have given them the money already. Because it's not like Joe Burrow's not going to get the money. But then again, I don't know what's what's the alternative. Uh, there isn't one. I mean, unless you want to sit there and, and and trade up in the draft and grab one of the quarterbacks this year. I kind of feel like that's like we talk about the Knicks this way with a superstar. Yeah, right. So if they can't get one, they don't really have one. Although I, I would say that Jalen Brunson is as good as anybody at that position. Maybe. You know, in terms of overall productivity, is there a guy that is as productive as he has been this year? No, I mean, he's right up there. Yeah. Right. But but still, we we kind of feel like you're not getting past Giannis. You're not getting past Embiid. You're not getting past Brown and Tatum. You're just not. We just we know that. Yeah, you need another guy. That's why there was the push for Donovan Mitchell. You need another guy 
to team up with Jalen Brunson to be able to compete, like really legitimately compete in the Eastern Conference. Well, it's nice to watch them, and they are competitive, and they do play hard, and they do play defense from time to time. And watching Jalen, the way he plays, you could all appreciate that, and it's somebody we could root for. But in in reality, what's the chances of really, what are the chances of even remotely getting to, I'd say, a conference final? 2%. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you have to ask yourself, and here's the problem with with what's going on there, is the amount of money that this quarterback wants. And then what does that do to the support staff around him, given the fact that they don't have a great passing offense? I mean, if you let him go this year, I, then they're right in the mix with the Jets. Jimmy Garoppolo... Baker Mayfield, whoever the Andy Deer, whoever the hell else. That's what they would do. And it would be cheaper and they could build around them and they could say, all right, let's try to go and win this division, you know, even with Cincinnati in there and see what we could do, even though we gave them a run for the money in a playoff. Yeah, you know, think about this, you know, Ben Roethlisberger and Joe Burrow now are going to be running roughshod over that division. For the next 10 years, it'll be Joe Burrows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, I don't know what you do if you're the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens are kind of like in a really weird situation. They got to get really good on defense and they got to be a pain in the ass to play. And they usually play the Bengals tough. There's no question about that. But I mean, if they get behind in a game, do they have the ability to come back in a game and win it? And how many games did they lose over the last two years at the end of the game in the last, in the fourth quarter? Oh, yeah. How many, how many leads did they blow? Especially this past year. So maybe their defense isn't as, as good as everybody thinks it is. Well, I mean, it's impossible to build a team like the 2000 Ravens in 2023 because it's just, unless you draft and hit every single position right and have all those guys on rookie contracts and then they're sort of progressing. It just doesn't happen anymore. Like you just don't have the way the salary cap is, the way that you gotta pay a quarterback. Like it's just very rare to have that dominant, dominant one and you know that that defense where you can keep everybody. And the, and the other one that we don't talk about, but he is there and he is in that same division. And at one point in time, he was considered one of the most explosive players at the position, and that is Deshaun Watson. So he's in the AFC as well. Yeah, I always count him out for whatever reason. Maybe he's just Everybody out of my kind mind. Of forgets him. Yeah, out of my mind. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Boomer Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We've got Jerry Recco back with us, and he's got an update. What's happening, Jerry? Well, good morning. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. More from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show on Tuesday and his darkness retreat that begins later this week. And he says, you know what? You were dead wrong if you thought that I had started this already. Anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. Sad. <laughs> Here was more Rogers. Enough with the lies. Too many people reporting too much stuff that's not factual. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely, um, just stop with the fake news. I do agree with him that people do just put stuff out there. Oh, yeah, 100%, especially with him because he is the lightning rod right now in sports. He's one of the guys that every time his name comes up, there's going to be some sort of story. And he's, you know, he's tired of it. That's why he does his McAfee show. That's true. He wants to be able to, to say things that are true about himself and debunk all these other reports. But he's got his ear to the ground about just about everything, though. I, my, my thing would be, like, you don't have to say anything about anybody or anything. You don't have to tell us about a darkness retreat. You don't have to tell us about, you know, ayahuasca. You don't have to tell us about any of that stuff. Just go live your life. Yeah. And then, you know, and just deal with the, the Packers and tell them whether or not you want to play for them. I think that he likes telling people about it because mm -hmm. he wants other people to experience these things. He thinks that it's great for humans and meditation and mindfulness and these things that all of us should experience. That's why he puts it out there. Yeah, but, you know, the moment he puts something out there like this is the moment where people are now going to comment on it. They're going to give an opinion about it. Sure. But, and, you know, and that's where all this fake news nonsense that he thinks comes from. It's only because of what he is saying that people are reacting to it. So I, you don't follow Al on Instagram, do you? Al Dukes? Yeah, Al Dukes, yes. Um, I've seen some of his stuff. All right, so what Al does, I think, is what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Al likes to tell you about certain things. Look at this thing you think is healthy is not healthy. This is what I'm eating. This is why I'm eating it. I'm at the grocery store. I'm buying these ingredients. He's doing that to let people know, hey, you can live a healthier lifestyle if you choose. I think Aaron Rodgers, the same type of thing with his platform, not quite as big as Al Duke's platform, but with his <laughs> platform, he's saying, hey. I'm going in this darkness retreat. I had my Pancha Karma cleanse. I had this ayahuasca. Man, I'm telling you, this is the way that you need to live your life. I think that there's certain people out there like Al that care about other humans and want to see them do well. Yeah, I, I've actually witnessed Al, so uh, go go through all of this and making sure that everything's Bobby approved. That's right, yeah. That's a very big, important part of what Al puts into his body, unless... There's a lot of, like, IPA beers available. Then all of a sudden, he just starts jamming those down his throat. Yeah, well, bet's off when there's beers involved. That's what I'm saying. So, I, you know, what do you want me to do? I've been, 
<laughs> it is inconsistent of me in that in that spot. Well, you got to be able to, you know. But it helps, it helps me tolerate like being out of my house. Yeah, right. There you go. Just Take the edge down. off. Take the edge off. Okay. Makes him happy, and he does drink some organic beers from time to time. And some that aren't organic. That is true. I have been sucked into the Al food vortex now because I'm trying to eat as healthy as possible. And the whole 30 thing that I did, a lot of that is the same as, as Bobby's stuff. So yesterday I was actually texting Al about certain things. And then uh, he ended up emailing the protein bar company that I've been eating. Oh, my God. To find out why they are using some of the ingredients they are using. So you emailed this company at the time on your hands to get involved in... Took no time. Legitimately took one minute to okay. find their email, send their email. And how uh, And how, how long did it uh, take for them to respond to I you? I think like an hour, an hour and a half. That's not too bad. No. I mean, how long is the email that you write to these companies? Um, not long. I try to keep it quick, just like, hey, I notice you're, you claim uh, no, no BS in your ingredients but you have natural flavors which is in fact bs do you have any that don't include this it's a quick one line and they get right back to them yeah. and this is, here's cardboard <laughs> <laughs> how many of these companies have you written to uh, well two granola companies in the last week <laughs> <laughs> and then granola the bars yeah then the well it's the rx bar that he was going yeah. which I, I love an rx bar and it's made with good ingredients except for these natural flavors yeah. Which is a thing. So he emailed them about that. I mean, natural flavors is just basically camouflage for what? Artificial flavors. Yeah. So it's, why do they put natural flavors in Well, because they call it that because people think it's good. Natural flavors, the only difference is like artificial flavors might be something like um, uh, s- smoked firewood flavor. That's not a real flavor, right? So that's artificial flavor. Orange is a natural flavor. But if it's orange natural flavors... They begin with the taste of an orange and then manipulate it all sorts of ways with chemicals. But they still call it, quote, natural. So this is what he's doing. So he's emailing these companies. He goes, this is a glimpse into my life and what's going on. Loser, loser, and the triple. (laughs) What was the answer you got? Well, then they all give you the, we do use natural flavors, but our natural flavors are fed grass and butter or something. You know, it's just some... some, Flavors are... Fed grass and butter. I thought, I thought the animals would be fed grass they and just, butter. They try to dress it up like, while we do use natural flavors for consistency, our natural flavors are blah, 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 lies, lies, lies. <laughs> so whatever answer they give him, he's not believing. So there's really yeah. no point in email. Well, that's why this is a perfect quote from Aaron Rodgers right now. When somebody says something, whether it's Ian Rappaport, what? Adam Schefter, or RX Bar, okay, <laughs> Joe Biden, Oh, all right. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why? Anthony Fauci. Oh, what? Okay, here we go. Joe Rogan. What? Uh, Doc. Myself. What? Anybody? Question it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Question it. RX bars. <laughs> uh, what a pliables or whatever. Uh, I was a big controversy. Was a Me one. versus pliables. Yeah. yeah. He got in a fight with a, what do they call Acai bowl company. Oh, you did? Like a local, too. Like a local Jersey show. Oh, you, oh, why? Because they had... A lot of added chokers. A lot of added chokers. You yeah. didn't want any of that. Well, I'm fine with it, but don't call it healthy. That's But my just thing. tell us what's in it. No, you, then they told me what's in it, but you can't then claim it's healthy. <laughs> you wanted you know I mean? to change the name to Crap Bowl. No, no, no. I don't. 
I wanted you to change. Just don't tell me 34 grams of added sugar is a healthy alternative to ice cream. It's not. <laughs> well, it's ice cream. This is the crusade that he's on. He's trying to take down his local business. <laughs> no, no, I just don't claim health. No, I no one it. goes to the uh, ice cream place going, I'm going to make a healthy choice. They no, go, we, we got a Carvel. Yeah. We know where we're going. Right. For. But when you go to these acai bowl places, it's like, I'm eating healthy. I'm going to get a large acai bowl. No. No, you're not. It's basically like it is. It's like going it's to Carvel. Yeah, going to get ice cream. Jerry hates this stuff. He does. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't at all, actually. Oh, okay. I thought you did. No. There. No. I'm fascinated by health and nutrition. Well, him. He does all the work, and I listen. <laughs> he is. You're fascinated. He's obsessed. He is obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. And I could see that if I didn't have anything else to do, <laughs> I could see being upset. I think yeah. it's very easy to get roped into it. Sure. Sure, absolutely. Because you know, it's a fascinating conversation. But then they, these uh, ingredients people I follow, then they, they tell you, you start to spiral. Then you're like, fragrances is the next thing that's no good for you. Various fragrances. I mean, really, nothing is good for us. Yeah. Deodorant, probably. Deodorant, yeah. yep. yep. Fragrances, dish detergent. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so just walk around and smell well, like you pig's pen. Pen. Like uh, Tom's deodorant that doesn't work. And by the way, here's another problem. A place yeah. like Tom's gets bought up by a big company. They yeah. still call it Tom's, and they change all the ingredients. So now that's no good. They just keep the name. Keep the name because you think it's healthy, but when they buy it, they put in their bad ingredients. Do you use hippy dippy deodorant or no? Like non whatever GMO like stuff like I don't know from the forest for deodorant. Uh, I, I use I <laughs> he use rubs tree bark on his armpits. <laughs> I'm just yeah. using like right guard or degree, but I'm not. Rubbing cedar chips on it's it's, it's the, yeah, rubbing, rubbing cedar chips underneath yeah. your arms, your your nets. No, no, no. It's a, it's another. It doesn't have some of the bad things, but it has some some things in it. Okay, you put a cedar chip in your underwear before you leave the house. I could do that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think where he loses me a little bit, and he's not that he's wrong. It's just at some point we need to understand some of the things we're going to consume is not great. When he tells me I can't drink water out of a Brita. Because it's a plastic container. I get it, but, you know, there are certain levels of right. right. acceptance. You can, make, you can make yourself crazy, for sure. Yes. Because it's all not good for us, probably, yeah. at some oh, point. Of course. I mean, obviously, this is why we're the, the unhealthy nation. Right? Drinking soda out of an aluminum... Well, drinking uh, carbonated water out of an aluminum can good. Probably I, not. I think... I haven't seen any problems with that. Well, but. give it time. <laughs> I'm sure at some point... <laughs> no, it's it big... Be. Uh, items that get hot in plastic, very bad. Coffee makers, terrible. I've heard that. You know, that's why we don't warm up the bottles for babies in plastic. Right. You got it. I've heard they pour it into a, like a coffee mug, warm it up, then put it back in the plastic. Right. It's terrible. But even then, it. you're taking the hot liquid and putting it in plastic. But I thought it was the, not to warm up in the plastic. No, it can't even. The heat touching the plastic, no good. God damn it. Is our Dunkin' machine, is that <laughs> all metal? Inside or you don't? Yes, know. it is, Eddie. It's absolutely perfect. It's by the standards. Duncan would never put us in danger, and it's the best coffee in America. Jerry, <laughs> time now for what does he mean? <laughs> so is Alex Cora talking about a a paver stone, b a new base, c a new bracelet, or d his penis? Four inches less huge. <laughs> what do you think that is? Four inches less huge. Is that A, a new paver stone, a new base, a bracelet, or his penis? Four inches less huge. Well, four inches is not huge for a penis. <laughs> uh, so I would say uh, since yesterday, I think it's the base, Jerry. I think that's the answer. While four inches of manhood for some might be huge, D is Maybe not Maybe it's only four inches long. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> D is not the answer. The proper answer is B, the extended inches of the new base, yeah. which looks goofy. So, there yeah, I mean, four inches is huge, Jerry. <laughs> I wouldn't know, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a big deal on social media yesterday. Like, it okay. is ridiculous. But what, I mean, is it? It is. It's, it's, it, I said to Al, you want to make it big? Thin it out. Let's do that. Why are they doing this? I have no idea. Why don't they do what they do in Little League and have two bases at first base and third That's base? That's when you're six. <laughs> That's not all of Little League. That's when you're training on T-ball and the kids are deciding if they want to, you know, pick flowers out of the grass or actually play. Okay. I don't think we need to do that in Major League Baseball. If they didn't tell us about this... Would we have noticed? I think you would have, actually. Yeah. I do. I do. Because I think it's going to be noticeably larger. Okay. Yes. So, there you have it. That was Alex Cora, if you didn't know. Uh, NBA tonight, the Knicks are in Atlanta. They play the Hawks. The Nets home for the Heat. Bucks, Celtics, who knows, maybe an Eastern Conference final preview. This game went to overtime. Connaughton passes to Holiday. Squeezes up a three for the lead. And he bears it from straight on. Mr. Clutch. Drew Holiday delivers again. Two-point lead for the Bucks. He did. They wound up winning by six, 131-125. That was Bucks Radio with the call. Pretty good atmosphere in Milwaukee, as you can imagine. Two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference going head-to-head. The Suns beat the Kings 121-9. Kevin Durant was there. Got a standing ovation. Uh, good for him. Uh, Clippers whoa, whoa, over the Warriors. Whoa, what was he doing there? Sitting. He's being paid to not play. <laughs> when is he expected to play again? At uh, some point after the All-Star break. Until then, he will collect paychecks and not play. Man. So I don't know, I don't know what, what they're doing out there, paying a guy to not play. It's crazy. It seems ridiculous. But their money. Uh, Seton Hall beat Georgetown 76-68. St. John's wins on the road at DePaul in overtime 92-83. Nebraska beat Rutgers 82-72. On Saturday, Mississippi Valley State played Alabama A&M. And someone was ejected. It was not the coach. So I'm going to let this roll. I don't know if this is the student station. I'm not really sure. Um, they're clearly having fun with this. It's long, but we'll get to it uh, here. And um, the Alabama a coach, he's, he's fussing. He's fussing and cussing. Yeah. And coach is, coach is kind of losing it over here. As he feels like... Um, and they're calling security. Not sure what's going on. No, and so we'll fast forward to the end. Um, security has got involved, and, it, and it's getting real heated here. And it's R.W. Harrison Company. They're walking toward the cheerleading section. And they're gonna escort one of the cheerleaders out. I say one of the cheerleaders walk onto the court. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that sounds funny, but yes. <laughs> And they're going to say she has to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so on a previous play, one of the players kind of goes out of bounds to save a ball or whatever it was. And he just kind of bumps her inadvertently. It was nothing crazy. And she, like, looks at him. So the play continues. They go down the other end. They come back down on her end. Play stops. And she walks right onto the court, like, shoves him. Wow. And the officials see it. And the coach gets upset. And they call security. And she gets the heave-ho. Was it Kay Adams? <laughs> 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 it was not Kay Adams. Okay. Has that uh, been fixed? No. No, she... That's the over. It is It is absolutely over. And Al had a great story to show you how still pissed off that she was. We were talking to somebody from the NFL 
And she stopped to say hello to him while I was standing talking to Eric Spitz, actually. Okay. And this guy from the NFL is a listener. And he says, hey, Kay, did you make up over here? And she goes, make up. He goes, with Gio. She goes, bye. And just kept walking again. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's a no. Yeah. Legitimately pissed. Even Spike said when she walked by another day, she's, he goes, she's not having fun with this. At no. All. Yeah. She was mad. She was very mad. Still mad. She was giving you the face. She was giving Gronk on that commercial. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Even worse, I think. Yes. And the hand up and everything. <sighs> My goodness. Okay. Devils beat the Blue Jackets 3-2. Ryan Graves, the game-winning goal with less than two seconds to go. And the Islanders and the Senators went to a shootout. Drake Batherson. Islanders need a Sorokin save. Batherson drags, shoots, scores. And the Ottawa Senators win it in a shootout. And that was Brendan Burke on MSG. 3-2 the final score there as the Isles come up short to Ottawa. The Isles now 27-23-7 and on the season. You've got the Rangers on the road in Vancouver late tonight. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Vegas Review Journal. I wanted to see who placed the biggest bet that was recorded this year on Super Bowl 57. Okay. Uh, somebody here in New York uh, put down 2.2 million on the Eagles minus 1.5. Mike Kadassi, I think is who it you was. You think that's who it was? Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. No, uh, okay. Well, they ended up losing. Right. I had the Chiefs for 100 bucks. And I was happy. What did, uh, was it Was it Drake or was it Mayweather or somebody put down? Drake. Drake did. Like 700 grand on the Chiefs, right? So he won. Good for him. Needs yeah. the money. There you go. Yeah. So right. he needs the money, all right. <laughs> uh, by the way, did you uh, see this Juju Smith-Schuster tweet yesterday for Valentine's Day? In regards to, yes, James Bradbury, yes. Yeah, so he puts out there. A uh, picture of James Bradbury smiling. Now, James Bradbury was the one who committed the hold at the end of the game that allowed the Chiefs to essentially run out the clock and win the Super Bowl with a game-winning field goal. So it says, with hearts behind it, James Bradbury smiling, I'll hold you when it matters most. Joke about a hold and Valentine's Day and all of that. Yeah. Uh, this did not go over well in the NFL community. Um, A.J. Brown, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He says, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve this. This is lame. You was on the way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. TikTok boy. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson tweeted out, Juju ran for me when I check him in game. 
then 10 got his smoke, which the translation there is. That's when he ran over Isaiah Pacheco. That's right. Yeah, and that was some shot, man. And he said that was meant for Juju, and it was not. But, uh, yes, yeah, so he was fighting with these guys. And then Juju responded to A.J. Brown saying, glad you're able to finally get that all, all off your chest after all these years. Good game, bro. With a ring emoji and a thumbs up. So, to me, Juju, in celebrating like that and singling out a player who committed this penalty... Is a little classless. Now, whoa, I'm an entertainment whoa. guy. I, I love the entertainment of the NFL. This, to me, I thought was a little classless because both these teams did it the right way, played a great game. They didn't have any beef going in. I, I thought this was unnecessary and over the you top. You know what it has? It has a real scratch and sniff feel to it. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the way you got to look at it. And and by the way, uh, you know, this is now you know why the, Eagle, uh, the Eagles, the Steelers wanted to get rid of Juju. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of Juju Smith-Schuster, and they got rid of Chase Claypool. <laughs> they did. You I know. They got both of them, yeah. And they got Deontay Johnson who's punching his quarterback in the face. Yeah, apparently, and then he doesn't want to admit to it. Which, he's, which he denied, by the way, after you brought it to my attention. Yeah, so there was a, a scuffle. That's no doubt that that happened. That was reported. But I was told that week that he did indeed punch Mitch Trubisky in the face. So... I said it, and then uh, he said, no, that's not the way it went down. Right. You don't think Shane Steichen kind of looks a little bit like Sean Marks? No. no. He looks like Billy Epler doesn't look like Sean Marks. No. Do Sean, do Sean Marks and Billy Epler look alike? I don't think so, no. No. You I get, think he looks a little Sean Marks-ish. Arsh-ish? Arsh-ish. Looks a little Sean Marks-ish? Marks-ish. Uh, Stephen Waldron, if you could have somebody over there, one of the 25 people that are working on the program, get a picture it's of... like the Jet coaching staff. Yeah, Shane Steichen and Sean Marks next to one another so we could see if Boomer has a point or not. I do believe him sure, and Billy... No What's that? Huh? I said no problem. All right, very good. Just want to make sure you understood uh, what was going on. We'll see if you have a point there. Uh, so for whatever reason, my social media algorithm... Just like the Clark Hunt daughter ends up in Al Duke's uh, algorithm all the time. Mine is getting these Damar Hamlin conspiracy theories that are still going on. This is crazy. People still believe. There are people out there. I am not one of them. People still believe that Damar Hamlin is either hidden somewhere or dead. And they have put out somebody instead of him. Oh, come on. Now, I'm serious. I mean, why don't you just call Beyond Elon Tusk and get it straightened out? I really would like to, because this is insane. So there's there's this one that people are swearing by. So he's got like he's got a Pittsburgh Pirates P tattooed on his neck. And the video of him when he was down on the field before the game. With and the he, blasphemistic jacket? Well, yeah, that, that Adrian Peterson said was uh, <laughs> blasphemistic um, or whatever, if that's whatever. even a word. Is that so, a word? I don't know. So he, they, that tattoo is not there. It's not there at all. And then they also said, look in the Michael Strahan interview, and he doesn't have a tattoo on his hand. And then later the next day, he does have a tattoo on his hand. Now, obviously, he went and got that tattoo. So you tell me that uh, Michael Strahan interviewed DeMar Hamlin when, in fact, it wasn't DeMar Hamlin? <clears throat> That's what people are saying, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But this is what, you know, 
social media has done to feed these conspiracy theories. And they're like, listen, this is not him. I'm telling you, where's the P on his neck? Well, the P tattoo on his neck, rather, the Pittsburgh Pirate P on his neck. Where, Where is this stuff? So, I mean, I'm like, and it's just one thing after another. I'm like, I, how can these people really think that there is a conspiracy to hide the death of Damar Hamlin to be able to put him out there and then have some uh, body double? Stop it! Stop! But it's like thousands and thousands of views and comments like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. The NFL's messing with us. Oh, this and that. Roger Goodell's hiding it. There was a death on the field. They don't want us to let you know. I mean, why are people so nuts? I don't know. You know, there really was a death on the field. A Belgian soccer goalie died on the field yesterday. Eesh. 25 years old. He stopped the penalty shot yeah. and then died on the field. That's horrible. My goodness, 25 years old. Yes. Cardiac arrest situation? I, I believe so. They went out there with the defibrillator and, and unable to revive uh, the young man. Brutal. Uh, Stephen Waldron did get up the side-by-side -side of Shane Steichen and Sean Marks to see if Boomer has a point here. Uh, let's see if these guys look alike. Hell yeah. See, I don't, I don't Hell see yeah, it. Hell yeah, they do. It. I don't see it. I don't 100% see it. they do. What are you guys? You guys are on a delay. I don't think this, they look alike at all. They both have high foreheads. Well, they have a receding male hairline, but like I don't. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. All right, we got to have the people decide now. What do you think, there, Al? I haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, it should be approaching. Oh, I see. Okay. Just give us Here a we go. Um, no. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think they look alike. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Oh, yep. no, it's funny. I couldn't tell you which one is which. <laughs> How about the guy oh, with the, the Eagles, Eagles logo? <laughs> Didn't even notice that. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to a Rob in Passaic. What's going on, Rob? Hey, what's going on, G? You were just talking about that Pittsburgh Pirate uh, tattoo on DeMar Hamlin's neck. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I were actually looking at that last night because I came across the same thing that you did. Yeah. The conspiracy theories. I've been one of those guys that has been like, he doesn't look right since the beginning. Um, but so we, we sat back and we looked at it last night. We actually found a picture of him on the field at the Super Bowl with the, with the, uh, pirate tattoo on his neck. It's very, very faint. It's almost like he put makeup on it to oh. make it look like, you know, he's trying to cover it up. Someone in one of the comments that we were looking at on TikTok said that maybe the NFL was trying to have him cover it up, not to give like the Pittsburgh and versus Philly fans kind of anything like that to go off of. But we don't, you know, we don't know, but we did find a picture of him with the Pittsburgh Pirates tattoo. But you were actually feeding into some of these conspiracy theories prior to finding out that the tattoo thing was debunked? I I don't know. I kind of just, something just feels off, and his motions just seem a little weird, seem a little strange. His, his motions in, in, in what way? Like the way he's walking and talking and things like that? The way he's walking, talking, looks like an animatronic almost. It looks like one of those things that you would see, like, in Disney. Like, you know, when you're going on It's a Small World or, like, um, the, the Carousel of Progress. So, Rob, you actually think there's a chance, maybe a small chance, that this is a robot Damar Hamlin that has been constructed <laughs> by the NFL? I don't know if it's constructed by the NFL, but it, it, it's small chance. Like, ah. maybe less than 1%. Okay. All right. Very good. But still, but still a chance. All right, Rob. I mean, interesting. See, I told you, Boomer. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. 
Like, I, why even bring this up is the look I was getting for you. There are people out there that are believing this. And it's so much so that when I'm scrolling through social media, it comes up like four or five times. And what is the reason for that? People <laughs> think that because it's such a terrible story for the NFL that is such mm. big business. This I don't believe this, by the way. So uh, yeah, okay. this and making me a disclaimer. All right. They believe that the NFL is such big business that a death on the field would hurt them so much that they are trying to cover it up uh. and they are... Pushing out a robot to bar. <laughs> I mean, you realize how stupid that is. Of course I do. Yeah, okay. But we just, I brought it up and we just had a caller say it looks like an animatronic Disney person. I mean, we have, we have, we have athletes, if you want to call them athletes, I do. Uh, race car drivers dry, dying in race cars. Yeah, we yeah. had this goalie that just died on the pitch over in Belgium. Uh, Belgium. We, we've had, you know, people die in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have uh, we have all sorts of things that happen in terms of injuries that are that are catastrophic. But yet we play through it because that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And for people to think <laughs> that this is some sort of conspiracy that they have created. Animatronic. <laughs> Damar Hamlin is so idiotic. It just it. It really, I mean, people got to look at themselves in the mirror. I and know. Say, Do you actually believe that? <laughs> well, I mean, Robin Pasek was just admitting it. Like, oh, my wife and I, the way he was moving, some of his motions were weird to us. We were looking in the comments and that, all, all that stuff. You know, it's about, it's about, it's, you know, when, when this whole Chinese spy balloon. Yeah. And now we're shooting down other things now all of a sudden. It's, it's drudging up all of the conspiracy like the theories. the UFO stuff and oh, everything. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. I mean, like, I would just wonder, like, with these balloons and things that are being shot down, how is the balloon going to make it through the atmosphere? That's a uh, question for Ali. Alien tech. Mm, alien tech. So alien some sort tech. of synthetic outside of the balloon so it can make it through the atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mandy is in Virginia. Hello, Mandy. Hey, how are you guys? Hi, good. Mandy. How are you? Good. Doing what, good this morning. What's happened with you today? Not too much. Just was listening to y'all, and I just wanted to say, I think it all has to do with the cover-up with the Hamlin guy, with the vaccination. They're trying to show that the vaccination isn't hurting anybody. That's my opinion. Or, or, or hurting somebody, right? Isn't that the idea? Like the vet, like he got the vaccine, he played, and therefore he put his heart in jeopardy, and that's why he got hurt. Wouldn't that be the argument? Well, they ask, but they don't want people out there thinking that they're going to die because they got this vaccination. <laughs> so, all right, so Mandy, so you think this Demar Hamlin that they're trotting out there, the NFL, is either an actor or a robot? No, I don't believe that. Oh, okay. I believe that they're just trying to cover it up. Cover what of the f cover the that that led to it? Yes. So all right. So you don't think this is a fake Demar Hamlin? No. Okay. All right. Very good. So there's a distinction there. So that's Mandy's got her fork in the road craziness, and Robin Basayek had his. So all right. <laughs> well, there are a weird, um, there are weird things going on in terms of young people dying after receiving the vaccine. That that's the question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to even dip my toe in that water. 
I'm just laughing at people who think that there's a robot Damar Hamlin being interviewed by Michael Strahan. That's all I'm looking for today. And I would have been great if he like started shorting out like Michael on Good Morning America. Yeah. If we had robots that looked like that, we would have known about this by now. Like he's the first. I mean, that is a great looking realistic robot. Yeah, seriously. Just he is smiling and the. But although Robin Passet picked up some weird motions from him, so they weird really have, motions, they weird haven't motions. quite perfected it. Let me ask you this then, because they say one of the big things is when he gets to step on the field again. Will robot DeMar Hamlin play? See, I I don't think he's going to play, even though the, NF, the NFLPA, this is the amazing thing to me, the NFLPA and their doctor said, yeah, he's going to play again. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all about player safety. And we're going to put a guy out there whose heart stopped. No, you're going to put a robot out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, a robot. There you go. Okay. And will he have special superpowers? Right. Absolutely. So, now what? Charge him up. Get him out there. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 